this ability to practice things like breath work and just meditation. And what an incredible way to help kids develop confidence in their ability to manage their emotions and their, and their, their mental side. Welcome to Mindful Conversations with Kay. I'm Christy. And I'm Kelly. We are both moms, educators, kidding around yoga teachers, and trainers, and now podcasters. In this podcast, we will talk about using research-based tools and strategies to help increase mindfulness, self-awareness, connection, self-regulation, and peace in your home or classroom. Join us weekly for some fun and insightful conversations where we will take a deep dive into all things kids yoga and mindfulness. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Mindful Conversations with Kay. Hello, Kelly. Hello, Christy. Good to see you today. I was thinking... um, that I feel like we always start this out by like talking about the weather. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like I always, I always bust out with this. It's a beautiful day here in Seattle or <laughs> it's a crummy day. <laughs> so like, how, how can we launch into this a little bit differently? I don't know, because I just, I feel like that's the first thing I want to tell you all about is that we're having really nice weather here. It's going to be like 85 this weekend. It's going to be a gorgeous weekend. So us uh, too, on the other end of the country, we're going to have like tomorrow is supposed to be 80 here. It's uh, beautiful, sunny, like 75 today. So we're, we're enjoying, we're enjoying some nice weather too. I don't know about the rest of the country, but I'm, I'm on either end. So either. Right now it's good. <laughs> so um, listeners, I'm real sorry that you have to sit here and listen to Kelly and I talk about our weather, but uh, that's how we roll first right out of the gates. <laughs> But today's um, today's topic is uh, is a good one. It's we're we're talking about how yoga, kids yoga, and mindfulness can um, improve self confidence and self esteem in our kids. And um, and and it's and it's interesting as we were kind of prepping for this, we're kind of looking at those two different things because you know, we, we initially said, well, like, wait a minute, is it the same thing? Are those two different things? I mean, those are two different things. They're very much related and very much overlap, but they're two different things. So let's, let's look at those two things and and talk about kind of the difference there. Yeah. This, so I think our self-esteem is about how we view ourselves and how we value ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Whereas our self-confidence is more about our skills, our belief in our ability of our skills, right? right? Our skill set, right? And whether or not we feel we have the level of skills that we need, right? I mean, and 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 I think it's interesting as those two things are so closely related. You figure with self confidence, as self confidence improves, the the way we see ourselves, the way we view ourselves. Um, improves as well. And, and, and so the, and then, and then it becomes this, this cycle, because as we start seeing ourselves in a much more positive light, then our, uh, then, then in turn, we're, we're more inclined to try new things and, and to, uh, you know, to, to, and then, and then our self-confidence improves. 
right? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of the cycle. Yeah, because really when you think about self-confidence, I think some people will look and be like, oh, that's a really confident person, right? And we mm. kind of think that that's like a, almost a personality trait, mm. right? Yeah. You know, right. like when we look at, oh, this is a really self-confident kid, right? He's really yes. confident in himself or really self-assured. But really that's not a personality trait because really it's about putting yourself out there and trying things and building those skills. Confidence comes with, you know, building skills and, and um, making progress in something and learning something and, and, you know, getting better at something that's, it's like a, it's like a thing of doing, you have to do in order to build your confidence. Whereas, um, you know, some people think that it just is naturally comes to some kids. So for kids who have a lower self-esteem and don't view themselves as good, it's really hard to put yourself out there and try things when, when you're not feeling good about yourself and what you have, you know, to offer. So Mm -hmm. it's really, they really can play off of each other. And I feel like we've talked a lot over the past, however long we've been doing this podcast now, you know, (laughs) about how uh, yoga can, um, can, can help develop, uh, these mm-hmm. traits. But if we look at something like, um, like when kids are, are, are trying out a new a yoga, well, first of all, let me say this, the fact that, that there are yoga classes for kids is, is such a nice thing because we think about the kids who, um, you know, maybe don't see themselves as athletic or physical. They don't, you know, they don't participate in sports. Um, they don't like kind of that really super highly competitive um, thing that, that goes along with sports. The fact that they can come to a yoga class and explore their physicality in a really non-competitive, you know, non-judgmental way um, is a great thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that that it, it's wonderful that that kids have uh, this opportunity to do that through, through a yoga practice. Yeah. It's nice because there are, there are other ways to build confidence that are not physical, right? You have the kids who are, can, are great in the classroom and are, you know, on, on more on the academic side and, but to the physical body, it's, there's something about being able to build your self-confidence around your physical body. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's a really important thing that I know, growing up, like I, I, I needed that. I was that kid that wasn't athletic and wasn't into sports, just wasn't my thing, even though I, you know, was constantly pushed into trying. And I, I did, I did try the sports and, but just never felt really, really like, you know, I never enjoyed it, which is, you know, it's hard to get good at something if you don't really enjoy it. And so I wish I could have found a physical practice that, because I was also the kid that did like to dance but I didn't want to be in, I didn't want to be on stage, you know, like I didn't want that end result of the recital. Right. So a yoga class would have been great for me because you could go there, have this really physical practice. Like even today, I, I tend to go more towards the really flowy practices. Cause I like that kind of movement, which I like that dance movement, but I never want, I would always quit before, before the recital my, would drive my parents crazy. Um, <laughs> Right. I didn't want to be on stage, right? That wasn't my place either. So yeah, I mean, but I think it's then now. Out, outside of the physical, when we look at it, I mean, as we have, have talked about at numerous times, uh, as, you know, th- through this podcast, 
it goes beyond physical. Y- yoga is not just the physical. Yes, that's a, that's a piece of it. But this ability to practice things like breath work and just meditation. And I mean, what an incredible way to help kids develop confidence in their ability to manage their yeah. emotions and their and their their mental side right or or improving focus right just so these kids that maybe have a difficult time focusing if you can start working on these skills in a yoga class of meditation and and yeah. you know mindfulness uh, I mean great. I think about meditation mm-hmm. is such a powerful tool because when we're thinking about self-esteem right what how we view ourselves where, where is that coming from? Oh, it's coming from some outside messages that we've received, of course, along the way about the kind of person that we are or whatever, but those outside messages then turn into our internal dialogue. Mm-hmm. And if that internal dialogue is negative self-talk, well, we know what that's going to do to our self-esteem. So meditation allows us to bring light to those internal thoughts that we're having and and then be able to decide if we Mm want to keep that thought or we want to replace it with a more positive mantra or Mm -hmm. um, something, you know, an an affirmation and, and then focus on that positive. And then the more we do that and the more we're able to recognize those negative thoughts and be able to let those float away and focus on the positive, then our naturally our self-esteem is going to start to rise as we focus more on our positives retrain our brain a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. 100%, yeah. As we, as we kind of circle back um, to kind of the physical piece, I, it makes me think a lot about um, in classes that I've taught. And I just think about certain poses that um, really can instill a lot of confidence. Balance poses, number one, right? I mean, you think about the tree pose and the kids, you know, getting into their tree pose and 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 like, oh, look at I'm doing. And I, I love it when I hear that too in a class, like I'm, I'm doing, doing it. it. <laughs> it's so fun. Uh, this happened the other day. Um, I always have a few too that will say, I can't do that. Yes. You know, when, when we get to the, to the balance was, I can't do it. I can't do it. Okay, come on. We're going to give it a try. You know, and we, we do a little help with a little partner, um, holding hands and get them started. And then, yeah, then all this, yes, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And the, the smile it's, it's infectious. You got Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, or even, you know, as the kids get a little older and we start introducing some, like maybe an arm balance or maybe a crow pose or like a handstand against the wall yes. or something like that, you know, that, that's another, funny, yeah. it, I think back to my daughter when she first started um, her yoga practice, um, you know, when she was 12 and, you know, I've talked about how she was really anxious and that's why she, we got her into a yoga class and, and I remember her coming home after all of her classes and, she would, she would get up on that wall and do show us her handstands and yeah. <laughs> yeah. She loved but they, it. But the poses too, don't even have to be like, like those, those really, I guess, higher barrier to entry poses, you know, they could be something as simple as a star pose, right? Where your legs are spread wide, your arms are reaching out and you're spreading your fingers apart. I mean, that's just such a great position to get your body into, to just feel like, look at me, you know, just like take up space, feel where your body is. 
and just feel confident. I mean, and that's a simple thing. You know, all of us can do that pose, you know, so, so that's a, I'm I'm sure you've heard of it. And the, the researcher is the, um, going out of my mind, but at the moment, I can't, I can't think of her name, but I remember watching her Ted talk, um, where they, she talked about that power pose. Um, you know, when you, when you stand up and you put your shoulder, that superhero pose where you put your shoulders back and your arms out wide. And they said that actually physically, um, they did the brain science that people's confidence levels increase when they do that power pose, um, just for, yeah, just for a few minutes standing in that power pose. Um, you know, so yeah, like just getting the kids in that star pose, taking up space. If you think about it, when we have low self-esteem, right? Mm-hmm. We, we want to shrink. We want to make yeah. ourselves smaller. We don't want to be seen. Like I just was saying before, I didn't want to be on stage, right? right? I didn't want to be seen, <laughs> right? But getting into that star pose where you're really taking up space, like here I am, like, let me take up space. Let me be bolder. Let me be bigger. Like that's empowering. It really is. Or, or, a, or a warrior pose, warrior one, warrior two, you know, where you're just, where you're, where you're really in it, you know, you've got that, that your front knee is bent and your arms are reaching in opposite directions. So again, you're taking up space, but it's a really strong uh, pose. And so, yeah, so it doesn't have to be some of these more difficult, challenging, um, you know, balance or arm balance or, or anything like that. It can, it can be something as simple as star pose or some of these warrior poses that can really help uh, develop that that confidence. Yeah. And I think as kids get more exposure and they start to learn more poses and they start to have favorite poses and, and then they, they start to, you know, learn, um, you know, the salutations and then giving them opportunities in class to do some leadership and lead some salutations or lead a breath work. Mm -hmm. Um, So many opportunities for, for kids to, to, have that little confidence boost to, to lead their, you know, classmates in, in a little pose or in a yeah. practice. Yeah. And, and they can do that in a classroom. You can do it at home, right? Yeah. Have, have Take turns at home with people, you know, the kids taking turns in the family, choosing a yoga pose or, or leading a flow or, or, uh, you know, leading a salutation or, or, uh, you know, leading the family in, in a breathing exercise or, or whatever the case may be. I love giving kids the opportunity to, to be the leader if they, if they would like to do that. Um, and, you know, I think just exploring different poses and figuring out what, you know, this is one thing I was talking about at the, the, when I was at the school a couple of weeks ago, I was spent a week teaching yoga and PE. And I talked to the kids about this. I said, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of different things. I mean, we're, we're doing some breathing exercises. We're doing some different yoga poses. We're doing some meditation. We're doing some different mindfulness practices because it's going to be different for each one of you. So you've got to experiment with it. Be a scientist, figure out how this your body, you know, and for you, this pose might help you feel really good and really confident, but for somebody else, it might be this particular breathing exercise, or they prefer this, you know, mindfulness practice or whatever the case may be, but experimenting with all these different things to figure out what works best in your body. And, and you just, you become, I think that just helps because you're like, Hey man, I, I know how to feel better. I know how to calm myself down. I know how I can relieve some of the stress that I'm feeling because I've, I've played with these different techniques and I've figured out what works best for me. Yeah. I think that's another really overall arching effect that all the tools 
that we can teach kids that in a in a yoga class or just introducing them to all of these different parts of yoga, breath work, meditation, poses, um, all of those tools are filling up their toolbox to empower them to face whatever challenge comes their way, whether it's a challenge in school, whether it's a social situation challenge, whether it's a physical challenge on a sports field, whatever it is, they're going to have the tools to keep themselves calm, to keep themselves focused, to be able to really be in it and to know what they're going to need in different times of stress. That is so empowering. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, for a kid to be able to go out into the world and be like, you know what, I know what I need. And I know what, even if there comes a situation that's hard, you know, I say it all the time with my kids in my, my house, like I can do hard things, right? I know what to do in a hard situation. I know how to keep myself calm and I know, you know, how to face, face a challenge. It's just so empowering. And I was just um, doing a presentation this morning to a bunch of uh, parents of um, special ed parent support group. And this is what we were talking about because we were talking about how um, teaching kids that when they face a lot of challenges, that's tough on their self-esteem. Some of these kids are, school's really challenging for these kids. And so it's really tough on their self-esteem. And then teaching them these tools can be so empowering and then say like, hey, like you have these extra tools now. So you know, now that when you get to a hard situation, you know, you, you pull those tools out and you, you're, you know, you, you got it, you can, you know, help yourself through that challenge. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, the, the whole practice, I, I think about some of the other things we practice um, in our classes, you know, just kind of some mindfulness exercise. Yoga is really teaching kids to kind of love, love themselves, like love their, like take care of their body, take care of their mind. I mean, I think about, like doing things like mindful eating, you know, where you, you teach them to slow down, you teach them to kind of, you know, experience each bite of food as they're taking this, right? And obviously the poses can help with, you know, making them more flexible or making them stronger, right? So, but it's just, all in all, it's just helping to, helping them to kind of accept themselves, accept who they are um, and take care of themselves uh, physically, you know, and mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it I mean, also makes me think about like, you know, the self-acceptance, like accepting where we are, but then also encouraging like that growth mindset of, you know, challenging ourselves to, to go outside our comfort zone a little mm-hmm. bit. Right. Yeah. And so maybe, um, you know, I'm not somebody who come, keep coming back to that going on stage. Maybe I'm not yeah. somebody who wants to perform in front of a big audience, Um, but where could I challenge myself to get a little bit more comfortable? And so maybe that's, you know, um, you know, speaking in, in front of just my family members, um, you know, and, and going out outside my comfort zone, just a little bit slowly at a time, a little bit at a time. And I think we can take the tools that we use in yoga class, like breath work and meditation, um, to help keep our bodies calm, because we know when we get outside our comfort zone, right, we can, our nervous system can be set off, right? We feel challenged. We feel, you know, our our nerves are up, we're anxious. And so then we can utilize those tools that we learn in class just to get outside, you know, get outside that comfort zone a little bit. And with every challenge that we face, we become more confident, right? It's like, you know, climbing that ladder one rung at a time and, you know, 
we, we know when we think about when you did something like you thought like, oh, I now I'll never be able to do that. And then you push yourself and you get through it. Like how you feel at the end of it. You know, like I remember I ran a 5k once, which is like outside my comfort zone <laughs> and um, don't laugh at me, but you know, and that I remember feeling at the end, like, wow, like I really did it. You know, that, yeah. that little, that boost you feel. Well, so, you know, and I got I hate to keep bringing this same example up over and over and over again, but I just keep thinking about the kiddo uh, last year that, that experienced yoga in PE. And then he went to the dentist and was, yeah. was terrified and, and, but he sits in the dentist chair and he does peace begins with me and he felt better. He says, but he was terrified to do it, but he felt armed with the tools that would help him manage that fear. And so that then developing that confidence to be able to leave and go, you know what? I did it. I didn't cry. I, you know, and now this kid is going to feel strong and, you know, yeah. able to tap into those same things when he comes up against something that is, you know, that instills a little bit of fear in him, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I think about my daughter, she, she's playing on a soccer team that, um, you know, she doesn't have any friends on this team. This is, she tried out for this oh. team and um, none of her friends were wanted to try out or they weren't available. So, you know, but she loves soccer and she really wanted to play. So, so we, you know, we went through the challenge of, you know, trying out for the team and she was so nervous and everything. And like each week it was like, she got a little bit more confident, you know, and then, um, but she was really, you know, on the way there, we'd be breathing and we'd be saying some mantras and, um, you know, but with each week she was getting a little bit more confident. Now she's, of course, you know, it's been, been like uh, six weeks or so, and she's made some friends on the team and it's just, it's so nice to watch her like grow in this confidence. Yes. Um, and I think these tools that we're teaching them are just so valuable in so many scenarios for these kids, yes. like all across their, their life. No question about it. Yeah. What a great, uh, what a great conversation. I love it. Um, I am looking forward. I know we've got some great topics coming up. We've got a couple interviews coming up that I'm looking forward to. And, um, as always, I thoroughly enjoy visiting with you, my friend. You too. And I'm so grateful for everybody who's listening in where we love having you and we look forward to coming back next week with more. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for joining us for this conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to subscribe and give us a written review to help us reach others and share all the benefits of kids yoga and mindfulness. If you want more information on all that Kidding Around Yoga has to offer, you can find us at kiddingaroundyoga.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Kidding Around Yoga. We will meet you back here next week for another fun conversation with Christy and Kelly.